forget what you learned in school. Never mind what your parents told you, and disregard what your friends say. From now on, the only people you need to listen to are these guys. For the next several minutes, they'll take you on a journey through the political jungle. When your journey is over, and you're safe at home, they promise you'll be stronger, smarter, and just plain better. So buckle up, hang on to your ears, because your journey starts now. Good evening. When I'm not out sucking blood, I'm listening to the At Odd Show with Nate and Brian. Those two guys drive me batty. <laughs> batty, batty, who writes this crap? Where's the writer? I want to suck his blood. Well, this one's shaping up to be a good one. Yeah, we're starting Holy out uh, cow. really, really bad. Uh, welcome to Ad Odd Show. I'm Brian. I'm Nate. That's Nate. We have a, a whole new control board put in through our, ser- sup- our, our, our server people. Yeah, I mean, oh, like... Geez. I just kicked the I mic. just don't understand you 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 get used to something. We've well, been doing it for since nineteen thirty six. You're gonna have to plug your mic cable in. All right. Okay, don't touch it now. All right. You do something every day, since you do 1926, your job. Nineteen twenty six we've been and doing it. And you show up and the damn IT people have updated something and I just hate it when they do that. Of course it would have helped if we'd have come in four hours earlier to the studio and Three minutes that, but should be enough time to prepare. It always has been. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, we've we've used the same setup for well, five years, six years. Yeah, who would have expected it to ever change? I have an update. Yeah, <laughs> hopefully, so, it'd be better. Hey, uh, do do one of the things here. Oh yeah, uh, we, we do uh, have that now. Which one? Eh. Oh, oh. that was a very. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. Yeah, pretty good. All right. We don't have to push our little buttons anymore. We can. Yeah. That's the handheld one. Oh, there's applause, and then there's like real applause. Okay. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Probably wondering why I ask all of you people here tonight. <laughs> Somebody please tell me because I don't remember. I didn't. I don't. I don't have the prep sheet now. It's June twentieth, uh, two thousand nineteen. We're coming to you via uh, the Freedom Studios on the 15th floor of the Patriot Towers in Liberty City. Where are we at today, Nate? After all of that setup, I also forgot to push record on the camera. Yeah, that was I really got it. on. We're good now. Where, uh, where, where are we at? We're good you know? now. Nicaragua. Ooh, love Nicaragua. I thought you'd say the Dominican Republic where we're going to get poisoned and die mm. like all those tourists are. Have you heard about that? Yeah, but uh, isn't there also a restaurant in Charlotte, Michigan that's poisoning people? So I think we're fine. We can go back to Michigan. We'd be all right. I hear in Michigan and across the Midwest, it's still raining. Yeah. Oh, my goodness gracious. We've got enough rain for a while. Uh, Forecast is another four or five days of rain. Uh, My basement is so flooded I have trout now swimming around in there so I can stand on the steps with my fly rod. Yeah, at least you have some food. Got plenty of food. So that's good. And it tells me the water quality must be pretty good because the trout seem to be thriving. (laughs) They're eating the spiders that are falling off the walls. Just wait. Next will be, oh, trout. 
trout. Yeah. Next would be what? The bears coming to eat them. Well, they might. They might. If I leave the door open. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, so, yeah, it's raining a lot. And it's not just Michigan. It's all across the country in the farm belt. And farmers aren't getting able to get in the field and plant crops. And Yeah. Let's talk about that for a second. No. Um, it, it, yeah. Why I have not? A, I have a good friend of I want mine to. who's a farmer. Is it on the... Oh, that's why you don't want to talk about it? And he I is, see. I no, see. I'll okay, talk no, about it. No, it's fine. He, you can pander. He said this week is the last week for him to even try to get corn in, and I don't even know if he'll be able to. Yeah. So should the federal government jump in and give them money? No. Okay. That's all I wanted to talk about. Oh, go ahead. That's it. I was going to ask you You see what's happening is they're, our they're trying to- is asking yeah. for it. Right, and, and the federal government's contemplating giving a, a disaster aid to, to farms all across the country yep. in a lot of states, and our governor, who's a socialist and Democrat, is very anxious to get federal money to subsidize farmers. Now, good for them, but uh, I don't know that my friend would take it. My friend is the kind of guy that is somewhat very de- self-dependent and anti-government and, and he, probably he, wouldn't take it. He understands the industry he's signed up to be part of. Well, yeah. Sometimes it rains. and uh, I'm not even sure he, he got any kind of uh, insurance, crop insurance or not. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because I think he's like, well, if I, if I he goes, I, if I, I'm not even buying health insurance for my, you know, my kids and family and I'm losing those left and right with smallpox and <laughs> small and everything pox. else. Do you think I'm going to buy insurance for the crops? Okay. Buying crop insurance uh-huh. yourself is different than it not going the way you want it to and the government giving you money. Right. I, I, I understand that. And I didn't mean to to say they're linked. I'm just saying that's the kind of guy he is. He, yeah, got he, it. When do you buy insurance? I, didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't asking so we yeah. could talk about him. No, I know. He's... he's Nice guy. I like him. I wish him all the best. He's a young farmer, and he's trying to do what's right for his family. Trying and everything to farm. Else. He's raising a farm. He bought his parents' farm. That's what. So he's recently back into it. They passed away. Brian's, it's been very. This is Brian's friend. This is hour. morning morning farm report with Brian, <laughs> and not just about farming, about a specific farmer that nobody knows. Yeah. But I they. All not, these farmers can relate to We're it. not going to tell you who it is. Oh, I would never do that, George. And, uh, oh, great. Jeez, now he's getting phone calls. Uh, Shouldn't tell him it's George's farm over on Highway 47. Yep, over there. Just past the interstate. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. This, what's this uh, I, We got the tribute. Oh, okay. What the hell? We got a call? <laughs> or was that an alarm? No, it was a bell. Was it George? It was George calling. We have a trivia question, of course, and we have our This Day in History coming up. You know what today is? Yes. (laughs) It's Thursday. That's right. You know what National Day it is? Uh, National Farmer's Day? No, that was last week. Hmm. I I have no idea. No, I don't. It's National, now get this, it's National American Eagle Day. No. Not Bald Eagle. Nice. American Eagle. I don't know what an American Eagle is. It's not as cool as the Bald Eagle. National America uh, Eagle Day, observed each year on the 20th. The day is set aside to honor our nation, our national symbol to raise awareness for protecting the bald eagle, mm. assist in the recovery of their natural environments, and take part in educational outreach. Hmm. It's uh, both the national bird and the national animal of the United States and appears on its seal. Do you know you can't possess uh, any raptor feathers unless you have a special permit? 
You cannot possess any non-game bird feathers without a collector's permit. Uh, well, it's not like the government ever goes after anybody for that. They have. I knew oh, a, yeah. an old man that had uh, he had several hundred eggs that he'd collected since mm-hmm. he was like 12. And they came in and confiscated all those eggs. and It's terrible. So when your little kid comes in with a, with a blue jay feather and thinks it's cute and you think it's cute and they take it to school, let me tell you. It's not that cool. Huh? They'll bust your ass. Mm-hmm. But where I used to work, they used to do a lot of necropsies on dead animals, and so I got to see a lot of bald eagles being dissected. And <laughs> what the hell was that? Sorry. You're just playing with that the buttons. Was, no, that you? wasn't one of the effects. I oh. pushed the wrong button. <laughs> that was a mistake. Do I, I smell electrical burning. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let the magic smoke out. And so they uh, it, it died, <clears throat> and they found it on the highway up in the northern part of Michigan, the Upper Peninsula. And it had, Nate, it had probably three or four pounds of venison in its crop. Oh, wow. And uh, the venison still smelled fresh. Yes, I smelled it. Hmm. And they theorized that the eagle was uh, eating a dead deer on the side of the road. uh, Ate so much that it couldn't fly well, got spooked by a car and flew up and hit a, a high wire. And broke its neck. I mean, I can relate, though. I often eat so much that I can't move. I, I do, too. <laughs> it sits heavy on my chest. <laughs> the uh, And, but the, what I'm saying that to get to this. So oh, what did they God. do with the eagle? Killed it? No, it was already dead. Oh, then I have no idea. They determined the cause of death. You know what they do with the eagle? Put it in a museum. They ship it to a place in Wisconsin mm-hmm. where it's distributed it. Distributed it? <laughs> It's distributed to Native American tribes. Okay. It's like a re- national repository for for Native uh, Americans because they can possess eagle feathers for their religious ceremonies hmm. and tribal ceremonies. Wow. Their claws are really big. Talons. That's so talons exciting. Talons are really big. Eagles are big birds. Yeah. They're cool. They're really trash birds. They're scavengers and carrion eaters. Hmm. They just got better public relations than like turkey vultures do you know who also has good public relations are those uh Us? blue herons yeah until the, the video came out you of know, it eating a destroying rabbit. a rabbit oh my god make your choice what's better cute little bunnies or giant birds you get the ancestors of dinosaurs eating a poor little mammal <laughs> something visceral <laughs> inside you know it, it just makes you go oh the whore the whore yeah that was pretty gruesome. It was. Of course oh, it was. My goodness. But, I, I mean, mean, ate it alive. Yeah. Uh, anyways. So National American Eagle Day. Uh, Trump announces he's going to run for a second term. Did that I, Did that surprise you? No, it didn't. Surprised me a little bit. I did didn't it think really? he would do it. Yeah. You didn't think he would run or announce No, I it? don't think he would. I, I mean, knew he, he would. He's for old. Sure. Oh. He's, uh, he's, he's not that old. He's, got, he's, he's 73. In, he's, he's in good shape, He just though. had a birthday a couple what of days ago. What is age? It's not. It's not the years. It's the mileage. Right, and he's doing fine. But what I thought he, was, he might like to enjoy is golden years. He did what he wanted to do. He became nah, president of the nah, United States. No. His father would be very proud of him, and uh, he's done it. Now, why not go live a private life again and make even more money on speaking tours? And I don't. You think he'll ever golf? be able to run, uh, to live a private life? Did he before? Right. 
I don't know that he did. Nope. Much. Never did. That's why it's so ridiculous that people are trying to, like, complain about him now. It's not, I mean, we've known him forever. Right. And I don't think Well, that's really... when he was a Democrat. Mm-hmm. And, and and when he liked black people, remember? You know, he spent a lot of time with that's, black people. That's right. Got awards now all of a sudden he Now all of a sudden he hates them? He hates that's blacks weird. and uh, uh, he, he hates everybody. He was a, a billionaire that they made shows about him running his business and how rich he was and everything. Mm-hmm. But now all of a sudden he is a terrible business person and he's can't a, handle he, money? He's a turd. What? That's what they say. He's a turd. turd. An yeah. orange turd. All right. And by the way, if you have orange turd, I would go see the doctor. <laughs> Take some pictures, email it to your doctor because they like that, and then and then get an appointment. <laughs> they like that? <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't surprised. You course, said you were. I, I that was for the show. Of course, of course, he's going to run. Why wouldn't he? That kind of money. He's old. That kind of money he's bringing down four hundred k a year. The money he's donating back. Oh yeah, that's right. Hmm, huh. Weird. All right, well, let's Actually, see. Actually, just based on that, I'm beginning to think he doesn't know how to manage money. <laughs> <laughs> who would give that up? Yeah, who would give that away? I mean, there's billionaires right now that are collecting Social Security. <laughs> well. I'm not, what did George Montgomery Burns say? They deserve it. I, I, I'm not so rich that I wouldn't trade it all for a little more. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly right. Yep. Uh, let's see. So how was your week other than trying to survive the rain? Good. It's really bad. Good week. Was it a good week? Mm-hmm. My week wasn't horrible. Week. I went I've to, had worse weeks. I went to Maryland. I don't think I told you that. No, I'm busy. Yesterday. Well, son of a gun. Did you get any crab cakes? I No, I got pizza. <laughs> Maryland pizza? Maryland, Maryland pizza. Jeez. How is that different than like uh, New Jersey pizza? It's not. Yeah. And it's a little There's similar a- to Michigan pizza. Yeah, I want uh, crab cakes in Maryland, man. No, I had crab cakes, eggs Benedict, and instead of <laughs> Canadian bacon on the eggs, they they put a crab cake on it with hollandaise sauce. Wow! Oh, uh, we delicious. Had, we had crab cakes when we went to Louisiana last week, or yeah, and, and, and yet whatever. You know, I, I specifically asked you if you remember. Mm-hmm. I have the emails. For you to bring me back what? <clears throat> Baby I, alligator. I wanted an alligator. And I sent you a picture of the alligator I got for you. I don't remember seeing the picture, but what happened to it? I ate it. You ate the alligator? Yep. I also asked for some kind of other souvenir. Did I get anything? No. I, did, I didn't even get a shirt. We brought some beignets. I didn't get whatever those are either. Right. So, sorry. Did you bring, so, you got nothing from Maryland either. Why would I? I don't know. There's I, nothing I, spectacular about Maryland. I thought there were crab cakes. I thought I thought we were friends. <laughs> yeah, I know you did. I'll never make that mistake again <laughs> okay, today. Good. good. It's only taken 15 years. I know it. Uh, let's see. Trump is tweeting. Did you like this one? He got a lot of flack for this in the last couple he days. He did for no reason. And the th- I'll read the tweet, and then we can talk. It says, says, uh, next week, ICE will begin the process of removing the millions of illegal aliens who have illicitly found their way into the United States. They will be removed as fast as they come in. Yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous. I don't, you know. And, and then, of course, they're saying, well, that's ridiculous. It's a, it's a, uh, a non-threat because, you know, ICE doesn't have enough staff to remove <clears throat> millions, millions of people. Right. Well. Other than saying as soon as they come in, he didn't say when he was going to accomplish it. Right. 
Yeah, so. the last part that they'll be removed as fast as they come in is ridiculous because they won't. Right. What this actually was about was there were like two million that had been slated. There was a million that had came in, gone to court. The court said you must leave for whatever reason, and they haven't left. Then there was another million that absconded that didn't that had a court date but didn't show up to their court date. So they then, by default, need to be. Tractor supply. What are you doing? Always has the lowest price. Um, I'm getting a soundbite ready. I have not cashed the check from Tractor Supply yet. I told we you will. we can't play their ad. We will. Um, because we we'll go to that. We'll we'll skip one and go to that because it's <laughs> talking about immigrations and things and concentration camps and stuff. You have a way of interrupting me. I know. I'm sorry. Continue. I don't know what I was saying. I know. No, I got. I, I had to do some quick on the fly thingies. Thingies. You're talking about removing illegal aliens as they come in. They can't do it. They don't have the staff. Mm-hmm. And people were outraged. Yeah. But I think the millions he was talking about were people that have either gone to court and it's been decided by a court, you know, fair. I don't know. That's true. Court uh, that they need to leave, or they had a court date and didn't show up to the court date. Well, remember, there's there's a difference between asylum seekers, right, and illegal immigrations, right? Immigrants, mm-hmm. right? Of course. So you, I I don't know what the process is if you get caught coming across. You're not seeking asylum. You're just coming across to work or whatever, and you get caught. What the turnaround time is for that when they when they send you back? I don't think it's very quick. Yeah, and then there's the other thing of of saying coming across and, and seeking asylum and stating that that's a different process, I yeah. believe. Yep. And that's where you go to these detainment facilities until they they process you and make decisions. So some they could not as fast as they come in, but come in pretty quick. Um. Anyways, I don't know what else. Well, the problem is the ones that are coming in illegally aren't being caught at the border. So how how that's, can you that, process them as fast as they come right, in? Right, that's a different thing. I mean, that's you're finding them after the fact. Yeah. But they're also catching some at the border. So the ones we catch will remove? I mean, okay, fine. I, I just say, you know, what's what's the, uh, the idea with a catapult? <laughs> you just have a portable catapult behind a humvee and you know as soon as you catch him you just throw him back over oh, the order the board that's not nice that's not all right what was your soundbite uh well this is aoc right say who that is who's aoc alexandria ocasio cortez they're very good she's that a uh, senator or uh representative also representative she's a right? congresswoman from new york um dumb as a rock oh i don't know she had a shirt on we didn't know what the word meant we looked it up. We did. So, so who's I, the stupid one? Right. Yeah. It sounds like a made-up word, but we, we can talk about that. <laughs> I think it is a made-up word. <laughs> Her comments were basically comparing these detainment facilities and calling them concentration camps, and, and Trump is a fascist, and how come we say we'd never forget, but here we are, uh, and think of all the Japanese, and I'm going to play the soundbite. Uh, of course, the counter to that is that a lot of the U.S. immigration and custom enforcement agents donate a lot of their own time, stuff from their own home. They bring food. They bring toys. 
and other things for the kids. Um, it's not even close to a concentration camp, but this is what she has to say. Sitting in her living room in her PJs. Camps on our southern border. And that is exactly what they are. They are concentration camps. I can't even stand and, her voice. Um, if that doesn't bother you, I don't. She's waving her hands. I got. I like. We can have. Okay, whatever. I want to talk to the people that are concerned enough with humanity to say that we should not. That never again means something, and that um, the fact that concentration camps are now an institutionalized practice in the home of the free is mm. extraordinarily disturbing. Mm. What? Um, <laughs> and we need to do something about it. This week, children, uh, immigrant children were moved to the same internment camps where the Japanese were held. Wow. I don't know if that's in, true. In the, early, in the earlier 20th century. And she doesn't this is... Um, this is wow. not even about a crisis for, this is not just about the immigrant communities being held in concentration camps being a crisis. This is a crisis for ourselves. This is a crisis on if America will remain America uh, in its actual not said principles one and values, <laughs> or if we are losing to an authoritarian and fascist presidency and so i think that that is um you know i don't use those words lightly sure you i do. don't use those words <laughs> you just did to just throw bombs yes yeah, you um, just did <laughs> i use that word because that is what an administration that creates concentration camps is you use the word because you and don't know what it means a presidency that creates concentration camps is fascist and it's very difficult to say that. This is what organizing what just happened. looks it, it, like. It goes to another video of her. That, that was, was it. That huh? was it. Um, That's interesting. So she's comparing the detainment facilities for people that come into our country unlawfully to seek asylum where we have to house them and feed them and take care of them to concentration camps in Nazi Germany where they rounded up their own citizens because of their religion, took them to labor camps, worked them either until they died or just exterminated them and uh, burned their bodies in, in ovens. Um, not even close. Same thing with Japanese in, uh, internment camps uh, when you know after Pearl Harbor. A horrible thing that we did, but it wasn't a place where we took them to exterminate the Japanese or to annihilate them. The country was frightened, and they didn't know who they could trust. So for a few years, they took some of these Japanese families, and they also didn't trust the Germans either, but they didn't detain them. But that's a different <clears throat> story. But anyways, it's not the same. It is not the same. That doesn't excuse it or make it okay. It, it wasn't. The Japanese, no, but it's no, no. Not, but it's not the same at all. But I, I'm saying that these detainment facilities are not concentration camps. I mean, they are in the sense that you're concentrating people together. Right. But obviously not because they're sending them all over different places. But when, the when somebody says concentration camp, what do you think of? 
you think of Holocaust. Exactly. Right? Yep. Which is your point. It turns out that um, this was a plan, at least as of two days ago, to move detained uh, undocumented children to Fort Sill in Oklahoma, ah, well, uh, where yeah. an estimated 700 Japanese Americans were held following the bombing of Pearl Harbor. So are those facilities still there and up and running? Yes. Well, that seems odd. It's well, it I don't know. It will. They were using the facility because the facility is built. I think it's probably more of a museum now, and so you can that's, go. That's, you can go see. It's a vacation <laughs> you you're can, going to. The, uh, the facility will serve as a temporary emergency influx shelter yeah, to well, accommodate the dramatic spike in unaccompanied minors. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't know what that's. Yeah, I don't know what their facilities are there. I mean, do they still have? Is this electricity still on those buildings? Prior to still... its use as a Japanese American incarceration site, Fort Sill served as a prison camp for members of the Chirachua Apache tribe, who were forcibly removed and exiled from their lands. Again, very different than what's going on now. America has done some. Bad things and evil things. Oh, here we go. Fort Sill mm. is the site of multiple historical traumas, and this latest plan to incarcerate migrant children at the site is part of a much larger system of white supremacist violence. Oh, dear. <laughs> probably someone in the Trump administration should have nixed this and said we probably shouldn't do this. And they may have. But th on the other hand, we have a facility. If it's capable of handling this and we need it, why not? Yes. I think it's ridiculous to say that we're doing the same thing with children who illegally cross the border and have no parents with them, putting them in any place to keep them safe, right. that that's the same as rounding up American Japanese people and putting them in there, or, or, or the same as rounding up Jews. Jews, making them work and killing them. Right. It's not. She's really a, a, a dumb idiot, and I can't stand her voice, and I just I don't like her. <laughs> Wish I, I can't find And I hope it's... she doesn't get elected again, but I sadly she probably I th will. I think probably... it was an accident the first time. I don't know about that. Yeah, I think I, so. I, I have a feeling that she might be like a, a Nancy Pelosi and be in for 50 years. Oh, really? That would be. Wow. That would be bad. Will she look as good as Nancy when she's 50 oh, years older? Oh, much better. Okay. Nancy was a nice-looking woman when she was in her 20s. So. Yeah. So, so, so yeah, you think probably. she's headed right down the same path. Exactly. <laughs> She'll end up a millionaire just like Nancy. Oh, then she'll be able to afford her apartment, her D.C. apartment. Yeah, maybe. So let's talk about her shirt. Remember what it said? Yeah, it said articulate or something. No, it or, said rematriate you know, the land. And I didn't know what that was, but it's a uh, it's uh, I had a good guess. Yeah, you did have a good guess. It and it's pretty close. Yep. It is the return to a spiritual way of life with respect oh. for Mother Earth. Yeah. It's about taking the land uh -huh. and nature and returning it back to its original context. Yeah. Our motherly pre, earth. Pre-Neanderthal. I guess. I guess. And maybe even, yeah. Yeah. Maybe even pre-that. Pre-hominids? Pre-everything. No. Oh. Pre-earth. Ooh. That wouldn't be good. Right before the Big Bang. <clears throat> All right. I was... <laughs> What? I, you remember those times, Brian? <laughs> good times. <laughs> had a lot of time. Good times. Uh, we need to take a break soon. But yeah, it's my foot. It's been my foot for three <laughs> weeks. <laughs> I love it. You want to take a break? Uh, 
I think we should. I can we do can. a I can do a, a trivia question. You know, I'm this gonna, one sounds familiar. I may have said this one a few years ago, but uh, you know. Oh, you matter. have a trivia question. Good. I have a trivia question. I hope it's about a president because you not. do presidential questions. That's what you do. No, I know I do. So you want to look no, one up? I'm you not can, doing but it. Nope. so this is a, a a space question, space technology. That's about the space program, okay. in particular. Space Force. So. It's a two-part question because you get extra mm, credit. Fisher but Space Pen. What? Dang it. Built by Fisher. What was the name of the first space shuttle to go into space? And for extra credit, what was the day in the year? Yes, that was my foot. I know. <laughs> what was the question? I'm aware. What was the question again? What was the name of the first space shuttle to go into space? Okay. And uh, what uh, month, day, and year? All right. Did it make its virgin for voyage? Now I'm. Uh, I don't know, but I'm gonna. I'm gonna tell you. I don't actually know uh, how to transition to our ads on Ooh, this. So you're gonna try it's it? gonna be a test. So bear with us. And we may want to be careful what we say during the break because I don't know if it cuts us out. Right. So uh, we'll be right back. Lock it in and rip the knob off. Red State Talk Radio. My Parents Open Carry, a program kids book from But I don't hear any of the ads either. 13-year-old Brenna and her parents spend their day in typical fashion. But what's not so typical is that Brenna's parents lawfully open carry handguns for self-defense. And the Strongs join a growing number of families who are standing up for their Second Amendment right and bringing gun ownership out of the closet. Order your copy of this unique kids book at MyParentsOpenCarry.com. You know advertising works, and as you listen to this right now, so are others. Advertising on the Internet is a proven way to get your message out there. So if you have a business or some message you want to get out, why not advertise on At Odds? Our rates are reasonable, and we can create and record an ad for you at no charge. If you already have a 15, 30, or 60-second audio ad, we can play it on our show. At Odds can be heard on Red State Talk Radio, Spreaker, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and you can watch it on our YouTube channel. You can mail us at talk at adoddshow.com, and we can discuss and personalize an ad campaign for you today. It's a bumpy ride through the political jungle with Nate and Brian. Whenever I'm feeling a little down under, I can always count on Nate and Brian for their interesting perspective on topics important to freedom and civil rights by listening to the At Odds Show. Nate and Brian cover important topics with insights, intelligence, and of course, humor. I can always expect a laugh or two. So if you want to be informed and have a great time, give these guys a listen. Odds. 
The At Odd Show with the greatest political talk show hosts in history, Nate and Brian. And it's sad that they actually believe that. So give a listen because the delusional need love too. Are you looking for some way cool t-shirts? Check out ChuckDug.com. They have hundreds of crazy fun t-shirts like gun, patriotic, and you better believe zombie shirts. At ChuckDug.com, you'll find quality shirts at a quality price. All shirts start at just 10 bucks with free shipping over 50 bucks. Mention Radio 1 coupon code at checkout and grab a cool 10% off. That's ChuckDug.com. T-shirts with attitude. Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Nate. If you like the Ad Odd Show, and we know you do, why not order your very own Ad Odds t-shirt sizes small to 6XL in a cool black color? So support our show, check out the great prices at chugdug.com, or head over to our website, adoddshow.com, and click the link. And unlike listening to our show, you won't be disappointed. Whoa, okay. Have a good day then, I guess. Charles I Manson had a good this. day. There we go. Okay. Well, hopefully that went well, and hopefully you didn't hear our conversation because it wasn't appropriate for human Younger viewers or anybody. What was the name of the first space shuttle to go into space? We had some guesses. So you want to name a couple or say a couple of guesses? We had some guesses. I think the best guess was Sputnik in 1968, yeah. 67, or 66. Yeah. Then we had another guess of... Saskatchewan. I don't remember that shuttle. Uh, Apollo was a guess. 1945. Uh, and then um, SpaceX. That wasn't it. We didn't. We that was. We didn't have a lot of guesses on this one. Not even close. I guess it was a miss All on your part. Hor- horrible, horrible, horrible guesses. All you people out there should be a. Sh- oh no. We th- we thank you for listening. Listen to the show and watch it. All great guesses. All right. So. I'll start with this. Uh, the day was April 12th, 1981. 1981. Holy cow. And the name of the first space shuttle was Columbia. Mm-hmm. How did it go? It went well. Hmm. A few years later, not so well. Has it landed? It is. It's, it's, well, I don't know. <laughs> it's in the bottom of the ocean now. Pieces. Was that the one of them that blew up? One, yeah, I, I thought so. I think so, too. But that mm-hmm. was a few years later. All right, this day in history, you'll like this because I know you love presidential history, and I know you love Democrats, and I know you love Jimmy Carter. Uh, The best. President Jimmy Carter and his his wife, Rosalind Carter, Mm. climb Climb? to to the White House (laughs) roof. Okay. To have sex. No, to celebrate the installation of solar energy panels that were put there on this day in 1979. Wow. Carter presided over... Nation still suffering wow. from the fallout of the uh, energy crisis by OPEC and oil embargo. Carter, a proponent of alternate and sustainable sustainable energy sources, put into practice what he preached and had a twenty eight thousand dollars in today's dollars. That's one hundred thirteen thousand dollars solar heating system installed on the roof. 32 photovoltaic panels that generated enough energy to provide hot water for the entire White House. Hot water. Wow, that's pretty exciting. 
Now, I like this. Carter also installed a wood-burning stove going back to 1851. A clean-burning, wood-burning stove installed in the drafty White House residential quarters because I guess he got chilly at night. Because it was drafty in there. But your favorite president in 1986, Ronald Reagan, had the solar panels removed. You know, (laughs) we don't need this crap. He literally said that. Not literally, but... He put it in a storage and said that during my presidency, we won't have any energy crisis. You don't have to worry about that solar stuff. And we didn't. Greenpeace and Unity College in Maine asked to have the solar panels after they were taken down. Hmm. Greenpeace's request, I don't know why, was uh, was denied. Hmm. <laughs> uh, they wanted it to use it to uh, heat water for homeless shelters. Uh, but in 1992, uh, Unity College mm-hmm. of Maine installed them to generate hot water in the student dining hall. They lasted until 2004, Nate. Unity College kept one of the panels for historical significance and mm-hmm. donated another to the Smithsonian and sold the rest. Wow. How much did it cost originally? 28000 $113,000 some water. You know how long you have to run a water heater? It was not the cost that was important, Nate. It was the fact that we didn't have to use oil and and pollute the planet. You remember people saying Jimmy Carter was a a nuclear engineer in the Navy? That's not not true. He did go to Annapolis, and he was uh, a career Navy officer. Um. But he was on the accelerated program, and I think graduated in three years because it was during the Second World War. You said twenty-eight thousand. This isn't fair, but I'm doing it anyway. Twenty. So, well, yeah, that was in when seventy something, seventy-nine. So it's figure seventy-eight when they paid for it. But yeah, never mind. It's going to be too complicated. Uh, now it costs an average of seven hundred eighty-one dollars a year to run a water heater for a house. So not quite like a homeless shelter, but a thousand dollars a year take you twenty eight years to pay for those things to to heat some water. I think it was more symbolic than anything. Jimmy Carter's a jerk. Oh, poor guy. He was out turkey hunting and he I don't know, broke a leg or something. And Ronald Reagan's not my favorite president. Anymore. I thought he was. He was. He's not anymore. Is it Trump? Yeah. Hmm. Oh boy. All right. Should we move on? And that was only. Only my favorite president that's been president in recent history. What's your all-time favorite president? Mm, Who? Woodrow Wilson. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> that's brilliant. I th- uh, I think I knew it. I think maybe George Washington. Sure, yeah. just because you know, because he couldn't tell a lie. Uh, I see. And the cherry tree and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. The Delaware. And he got lucky. He threw. Didn't he throw a dollar across the Potomac? Too? I don't know what he did. I think so. Did he really? Yeah, that's a wow. legend, I think. Got the arm. Which was tough because it was a paper dollar. <laughs> yeah, really that's what I'm to... thinking. You have to fold it into a paper airplane and hope mm-hmm. the wind current's mm-hmm. just right. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> All right, so I ran, and then Why I Why didn't walked. you walk? Uh, <laughs> uh, are we going to go to war? Um, no, we're not, because we've been here before. First the ships, now a drone? Yeah, okay, but. $180 million uh, drone, Nate. Have you seen it? 
It's a beautiful Gigantic. Drone. Well, yeah. not anymore. No, it's in the bottom of the used to be. Gulf of Did the Navy whatever. find it yet? Because they were looking for it. I know they were looking. I haven't heard. $180 million bucks for those things. Where are they looking? Well, <laughs> I think they're looking uh, in the middle of Iran. Because yeah. <laughs> the Iranians no. said they were in our airspace. There's no water around here. They were saying that we were in international airspace. But we were spying on Iran. I mean, that's obvious. But I like this quote by General Salami. <laughs> Is that right? Is that how you say it? You see his name? General Salami. Probably a Salam, but it's... It, no, that's what it looks like. General yeah, Salami. He's the commander it. of uh, uh, Iran's Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. And he said... Uh, what do you say? Uh, shooting down the American spy drone had a clear, decisive, firm, and accurate message. The message is that the guardians of the borders of Islamic Iran will decisively respond to the violation of any stranger to this land. The only solution for the enemies is to respect the territorial integrity and national interests of Iran. We do not intend in engage in war with any country mm -hmm. but we are completely ready for war today's incident is a clear sign of this accurate message now well i'm assuming that he spoke it and that might be a translation he might i'm have guessing spoken. so uh in what 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 do they speak uh urdu it might be arabic they speak arabic but uh so I shooting down a drone, an unmanned aircraft. Uh, that's not really a sign that you're ready for war with the United States. One hundred and eighty million dollars. You know what I could do with one hundred and eighty million? No, but I'm, I'm, I could, could buy a drone. You could buy a drone. What I'm saying is they shot they shot it down. I guess right. that, but that doesn't really prove to me that they're ready for a war with us. Right. No, what, I think there's a little like. Eh. Well, see what? Wait a minute. He you're, said he's ready. That's what. But you're said he's ready. They said they are ready for war. I I heard. So you have to take Salami at his word. Yeah. Now, if it were, let's say it was Lieutenant Colonel Pepperoni, you might not. Well, he's a colonel. He's a colonel in the Italian army. Right. You might so not it's believe. Very him. different. Yeah. And but, we. But General Salami, you best believe. <laughs> This is terrible. <laughs> We're going to Did hell. you misspell it? <laughs> no, that's a that's a cut and paste. <laughs> uh, anyways. So, one of the questions is uh, how close are we to war? And not. So, no, I don't think we are either, but I'm just I'm going to read this. This is based on Trump administration statements on past US policy in this regard. America might choose to go to war for three reasons. Iran gets close mm -hmm. to obtaining a nuclear weapon. Mm -hmm. Two, the U.S. decides to overthrow the regime. Uh -huh. Or Iran launches a massive attack on Americans requiring an even bigger response in return. Here's, uh, here's the problem I have is what we're saying war. What does that mean? Well, that's the other thing. Because what I think is likely or is most possible anyway to happen is that we decide to say, oh, you sent us a clear message. Here's a clear message for you. And we drop a bomb or two on the area where they shot the drone down from, whatever or, or base or weapon doing, or whatever that is. Where they think they're doing research on nuclear weapons. 
Well, I don't think we I, maybe, don't go but there. I don't think we'll conflate those two issues because this yeah. this this is about them shooting down the drone. Maybe maybe just drop some bombs like on on some mosques and no, some hospitals. That's no, that's my point. If we were going to war, <laughs> if it was war, we would do that. No, we wouldn't. Sure, we would. No, not hospitals and mosques. No. Sure, you would go after military targets. Uh, well, we miss. Oh. It happens all the time. Mm. I mean, it shouldn't happen very much. Oh, damn it! I just it does closed out my thingy. Uh, but my point is, what might happen is we we destroy, um, you know, something, a, a military base or some weaponry or something, communications thing or something. right, yeah. something that we think was what, related what, what if we do to another cyber attack, like we, we could did before. Cyber? Do they have cyber things? They they do have cyber things there. Okay, the so that we could do that. But I yeah, I don't think we're going to war. I don't think so either. Trump said it was a very, very, very bad mistake that you made there, Iran, and then said, "But I think maybe it was unintentional." Yeah, well, and what he meant by unintentional was that there was some, like maybe General Salami, uh-huh. who got a little overzealous and said, "Shoot it down," right. and then made a rash and then decision. The rest of the country went, "Oh no! Oh crap! <laughs> Why did you do that?" They said it in Arabic, but <laughs> because oh, crap, uh, because I, they're not going to win a war. No, I you know it's it's posturing at this point, and you know what's the best thing to shoot down where you don't kill any Americans exactly, exactly. Um, Although they did supposedly, allegedly, innocent until proven guilty, blow up that oil tanker. Yeah, we we're we're still not positive on that either. But I think isn't the U.S. exporting oil now? And isn't that we, like? Isn't that uh? We're not importing as much as we did. Yeah, and but, that's but, that's hurting them, right? Uh, the other thing though is is they could be giving aid, and I'm sure they are to, uh, you know, ISIS and Al Qaeda and all those uh, things in the Middle East that are fighting American soldiers. Sure, and, and sure, so sure. But they, I think they've been doing that all along. We've been through this with North Korea a little bit, yeah. where they well, clearly. North- Clearly aren't capable of well, that'd be defending what, themselves. What if North Korea had shot down the drone with their slingshots? Because I don't think. They, <laughs> I, don't I mean, if the drone gets it. close enough, I guess. Wow. The other the other thing that I kind of have an issue with here, I am not the first person to jump on board with what the U.S. government says, right? But there are so many people immediately jumping on board with what the Iranian government says. Well, they said it was in their airspace, which means that must be true, and Trump is lying. I mean, like we've, right. well, we've gone you know. so far, we've gone so far that we're going to trust what Iran says right. over our own government. Well, it's you know, it's because they don't like I Trump. Think, I think right. That, that's exactly the what Iranians it is. sort of fits what they want to say. Yep, exactly. All right. In my mind, I think they're they're equally trustworthy. Oh boy, <laughs> your your favorite president, huh? <laughs> All right, so you have something here. I heard a little about about this. I, I'm not up on it exactly. Oh, but me either. This is all the information I have. Okay, but uh, so there was two a, justices that said something. Yep, there was a Supreme Court case, and it was it was related to the double jeopardy uh, issue, mm-hmm. where if you're tried for a crime, uh, say murder, it, murder, you're tried for a specific murder, and and that trial goes all the way through. You can't yeah. be charged for that same crime again. Right. Um, but there's kind of a loophole-ish thing where if the, the federal government prosecutes you for a crime, the states can also come through and prosecute you for the same crime under state law. Yeah. 
uh, which feels a little bit like double jeopardy. Sure does. Um, it's it's getting two bites of an apple. The sad thing is seven to nine or seven seven to two, the Supreme Court ruled that yeah, that's fine. Yeah, the federal government can prosecute you, and then the state can for the same crime again. Two justices, only two, and you wouldn't expect them to agree no. on much. Yeah. But that was uh, Neil Gorsuch and Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Now, I thought I she know. was dead. Nah. She's a, a robot. Her cyborg, yeah. <laughs> or a, a lizard person or something. Uh, they're the only two that dissented and said, ah, this is ridiculous. This isn't what the, the Constitution doesn't say that that this is an exception, right? right? And yeah. it's completely unconstitutional to try somebody for two different crimes. So, unfortunately, the opinion of two justices doesn't mean much All right. when seven disagree, but where we are so don't commit crimes uh well if you're going to commit crimes commit them in other countries so you don't face double jeopardy like iran yeah over there they don't have a problem with double jeopardy no they they'll just cut your head because you can't be prosecuted the second time (laughs) no you won't be (laughs) because you won't be around they might kill your children and wife is iran that bad i don't know did we get rid of saddam hussein didn't that solve all the problems that was iraq yeah but it was all like oh yeah but you know no, our, I mean the whole region. I thought he was the problem. Iran used to be a beacon of. And then it was Bin Laden. Got rid of him. Progressiveness and next wonderful now? stuff. And then seventy-five or whenever it was, we brought freedom. Uh, the uh, Ayatollah took over, and it's mm-hmm. been downhill ever since. All right. Well, let's let's skip that one. Do you see my little cursor there? Let's go here. Why? That's such a good one. That's a, but that's such a, a good one. That's evergreen. We such can talk about one. that it is, anytime. And it's very philosophical. Right. So. Uh, we got like five minutes, so not uh, a not so mass shooting in Dallas. What's that about, Nate? What What do you mean by a not so mass shooting? There was not a mass number of people shot in Dallas. Recently. How many people were shot? One. And who was that? The bad guy. The shooter. Yeah. <laughs> Did he shoot himself? No. Allegedly, <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh. So, yeah, and I'm sure you've heard the story. This is yeah. this is the supposed ex infantry guy that showed up at the federal court building. Uh, fired a bunch of rounds into the door and wherever else, and then went to the parking lot and got shot. Well, he was uh, on the side of the... Bi- <clears throat> well, yeah, they were shooting as he was running across, and I don't know when he got hit. There was a video that someone took from a, a building, yep. like 10 stories high or something, that showed him being shot at and, and hit. I don't know exactly <laughs> when he got hit, but he ran. He just was like hunting deer. They run about 100 yards and then drop. Yeah. He dropped in a parking lot. Yeah, I saw, I think it was a statement from the police uh, that said he ran for 12 seconds after being hit. Yeah, which, maybe. that's a long time. Yeah, maybe 12, but <clears throat> definitely enough to go 50, so, 60 yards. So, I mean, there's a lot of things here. One, awesome. He was clearly a bad guy with a gun. Yep. Some good guy with a gun took him out. Yep. Amazing. That's, well, well, the police took him out. Uh, in context... It was a oh. good guy with a gun. Yeah, it wasn't. A, well, okay. I'll give you that. <laughs> All right. Uh, but but real quickly, you know, the, the pro-gun group was saying, well, see, this is why gun-free zones don't work, because right. if this had been a gun-free zone, then it you wouldn't happen. He could have killed a bunch of people. Yeah. But it's not a good argument for that because it's the police. The people that the anti-guns say are the only ones that should have guns. Are the police. That's the, to, to the do police this exact are the, same thing. Exactly. The police are the ones that took him out. And they should so be the only ones. So it's not a good argument. Right. I don't think it's really a good argument for – it's a good argument for you being able to make your own choice because the, the 
camera guy uh, from whatever. Uh, yeah, camera guy. Photographer that got, like, the, you know, the now infamous shot. Sure, yeah. Uh, or famous, I guess. Either one. The viral photo yeah. of uh, of this guy. Very popular. Standing, very popular. Uh, if, instead of having a camera, if he had a, had a gun. But here's the thing, Nate. Could have ended it much quicker. Right, but here's the thing. That cameraman was going into a federal building to cover a trial. Yeah. He, by law, would not be able to be armed. I know. So that would have been a gun-free zone. And had he been shot, an argument could be made that he wasn't allowed to be armed because of that. Whether he was a gun guy or not, I have no idea. I doubt he was. I doubt he was because he said he saw the nozzle of the gun. Yeah. The nozzle? The nozzle. I think he meant the, the, the muzzle. Did he? No, I think he meant nozzle. Okay, the nozzle on the on the like on you the, know like a like a hose. He thought it was a squirt like gun. A... <laughs> God, those squirt guns are getting real. I don't think him. he thought it was a squirt gun. No, I don't think he did. I don't think he did at all. Shots beforehand. Yeah, but I think that's the best argument for against gun free zones is that this guy potentially could have been armed and could have ended it much quicker. Yeah, uh, and uh, <clears throat> could have been very dead because of the gun free zone. Yep. So yeah, because the gunman got real close to him. Yeah, I mean, he, he was like hiding around the corner. You know, I heard the, I heard the cameras interviewer uh, the interview they interviewed him uh, just before the show, and he said that he got within fifty yards. That may have been where the picture was taken, but if you look at the video, he's in t- within ten yards. Yeah, real close, real close. And he was hiding behind a an enclave on the outside of the building. And uh, you could see some of the good guys where the rounds almost hit the cameraman mm-hmm. as as the bricks were being powdered. Well, that's, and, and that's the above extent his head. of training of the police. Well, yeah, I get it. I mean, I, I can't say anything because I wasn't there <clears throat> and put in that high stressful situation. Uh, no, but it it. It, what it does is it sheds some light on the whole. Well, the police have all this training, and right. so you can't carry a gun because you'll hurt innocent people. Yeah, and they yeah. almost killed the camera. Come on, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many people caught that, but they were about bo- uh, <clears throat> rounds bouncing off the wall just above his head. <laughs> Jeez, and yeah. they weren't coming from the shooter. You know, I think I think there was opportunity for him to get a few more action shots, though. I mean, especially being yeah, that I, close. I, I think he's just a coward. <laughs> okay, well, I was. <laughs> Took it a little too far oh, there, wow, but that's I, fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen. Does he want a career, or, you know, and and, and get yeah. a uh, get a uh, Pulitzer, Pulitzer Prize? Yeah. He may, or he probably he will may. for that. I know. think uh, a yeah. pretty good shot. But there's a lot of people questioning whether was that guy really an infantryman because like his boots aren't tied and he's got like all sorts of. He's not using the sling on the rifle. He was and, only in though. For I mean, I, I don't. Less than a year and a half. Oh, and here's the other thing. All infantrymen are not good. So right. there's some bad ones but that don't, don't say know what that the hell they're doing. To them. We know some infantrymen. Those are all good ones. The best. Okay, and, and if you're listening, <laughs> you, knew, you know who you are. Yeah. All right, we're out of time, though. Really? Yeah. All right. But I don't want to end abruptly because oh, see you next week. Like a, bye-bye. <laughs>